Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Gets cold. Hallelujah. Amen. But you know, on Christmas, it's about Jesus. You know, one of the things that you shouldn't do, one of the things that if you have a friend or a neighbor or a relative, tell the person one of the things you shouldn't do is that not to be in church on Christmas. If you have a brother or a neighbor or a friend, tell them one thing you shouldn't do is not to be in church on Christmas. At all. Because Christmas is about Christ. Hallelujah. It's about his birthday. Amen. Amen. So things like, oh, I have visitors. Look, apart from maybe you are going to work, that your boss will not give you time off. Even though I'm going to pray about it. Pray that next year God will give you time off. Amen. But things like, oh, we are on vacation. Even if you're on vacation, go to church in the morning and go and continue your vacation. Because as for Christmas, you must be in church. Seriously. Because then what's your Christianity? What is your faith? Hallelujah. So you are all doing the right thing. Tell your neighbor you are doing the right thing. You are, you are in church in, on Christmas. Hallelujah. So Christmas, you know, Christmas talks about Jesus Christ. And one thing about Jesus is that, um, you see, if you read the Bible, his birth was not a surprise. See, the birth of Jesus Christ was not a surprise. Unlike some of you, some of you, your birth was a surprise. <laughs> your birth was a total surprise. I mean, because I, shh, because I know somebody who got pregnant and started crying. No, true Yes, she actually cried. Reverend, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I don't know what happened. You don't know what happened? <laughs> you don't know what happened? Are you sure? But the birth of Jesus was not a surprise. Hallelujah. In Isaiah chapter 9, one of the but the children can really recite the verses. Charlie, we should be careful. We can see that. Hmm. I pray that next time we will learn from them. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Hallelujah. He said, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. There's a difference between a child and a son. A child is born, but a son is given. Because you can give birth to a child who will never become a son. Hallelujah. You can give birth to a child who will never become a son. Hallelujah. A child is born. A child, a child you pushed out. What you push out is a child. But to be a son or a daughter is given. Hallelujah. I pray that your child will become a son. Your child will become a daughter. Yeah, a child is born. But a son or a daughter is given. Hallelujah. And the Bible said, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. It means authority. Hallelujah. And his name, this is his name, shall be called wonderful. Wonderful simply means full of wonders. Wonderful simply means he will be full of wonders. And Jesus was full of wonders. If you are talking about somebody who was full of wonders, it was Jesus Christ. From his birth, his miracles, his walking on water, he was full of of wonders. Amen. That's wonderful means. Wonderful means full of wonders. Yeah. Full. Feeding 5,000. Raising the dead. He was full. If you're talking about wonders, he was full of wonders. Hallelujah. Amen. Full of wonders. Okay. Counselor. It means he's also a counselor, an advisor. Counselor. So it means that when you need a solution to something, you go to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Not everybody is a counselor. In fact, that your auntie is not a counselor at all. <laughs> I'm talking about your auntie. She's the last person to consult about your marriage. 
I mean, the person you are going to see for marital advice, ask how many, whether one she's married, and two, how many times she has been married. <laughs> so, that your auntie is not a counselor, neither is that your friend at work also a counselor. Because she's counseling you out of your marriage so that you take. Yeah. Or so that you become like her. Yeah. Not everybody is a counselor. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. The mighty God. This is Isaiah. This was before he was born. I'm trying to tell you that his birth was prophesied many, many years. That's that what makes him God. That's what makes him God. Even before he was born, it was prophesied. Hallelujah. The mighty God. The everlasting Father. Hallelujah. The everlasting Father because some fathers are temporary. In fact, most fathers are temporary. You'll be surprised. They father you at the point and say, look, I'm tired. You are too old. <laughs> I'm father anymore. You're a grown-up man. That, you see, seriously, that is why, that is why you re, when you read the book, My Father, My Father, there's what's called a relay of fathers. You see, even though one person gave birth to you, you need a series of fathers to mature you. Yeah. There's what's called a relay of fathers. You have no, he says that you have many instructors, but not that many fathers. There are some things in life another father has to teach you, not your biological father. Some of your biological father did not even teach you how to do certain things. You will learn it from another father. So there's something called a relay of fathers. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Yeah. He's the everlasting father. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And then the, what I want to talk about is the prince of peace. Amen. Hallelujah. The prince of peace. The prince. When you say, when you say somebody's a prince of something, it means he owns it. Yeah. Hallelujah. When it comes to peace, he owns peace. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The prince of peace. The one who owns peace. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. It means without him, without him, you cannot have peace. Hallelujah. That's what it means. It means if you go outside Jesus Christ, there will be no peace. Hallelujah. Amen. The UN, the United Nations, the Peace Council, none of them have brought peace. That's right. United Nations, UN, whatever, none of them have brought peace. Sometimes there's more fight at the UN General Council than anywhere else. But he's the Prince of Peace. I say he's the prince of peace. Amen. May you receive peace. Amen. He's the prince of peace. Now, you see, I'm talking about Jesus Christ, God. And you see that in the Old Testament, even though he was, his, his birth was prophesied, he was still there. He, because he said that he told Abraham, before you were, I was. So even in the Old Testament, he showed up. Let's look at the prince of peace from the book of Judges. The book of Judges. You see, you must be able to preach Christ from the Old Testament. Hallelujah. In the book of Judges, uh, let's read this interesting story, then we'll continue quickly. Judges, it's a short message, it's Christmas. I told you the chicken is hot, so. <laughs> Judges chapter 1. Quickly, quickly. Now, okay, let's go to Judges 6, 6. Judges chapter 6, verse 1. Go to 6 so that it can be shorter. Judges chapter 6. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them unto the hand of, of the Midian seven years. Verse 2. And the hand of the Midian prevailed against Israel. And because of the Midian, the children of Israel made them dense, which were outside. They were poor. They were being harassed. Verse 3. And, it, and so it was, when Israel had sown, that the Midianites came up, and the Amalekites, and the children of the east, and even they came up against them. Verse number 4. And they encamped against and destroyed the increase of earth. Till thou come unto Gaza and left no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor ass. And they came up with their cattle and their tents, and they came up as grasshoppers for multitudes. For both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land and destroyed it. So, what was the effect? The effect was that, and Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites and the children of the. You see, it's talking about, I'm talking about the Prince of Peace. This is Israel in bondage in the Midianites. And the Bible said, they will be sick by the Midianites and the Amalekites. And every time they will go to work, they will plant something. Their people will come and invade on it. 
They never enjoyed the fruit of their labor. To a point that the Bible said that, and the Bible said that, to, to, to the point that they were impoverished. 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 It's like when they plant and it's ready for harvest, then the people come and chop. Say, God forbid. May you, not, may you not labor for somebody to eat. Amen. Say, God forbid. God forbid. Yes. So the Bible said they were impoverished. Impoverished me. Impoverished means you were poor than poor. And some people are poor than poor. Hallelujah. They were impoverished. They were poor than poor. But the verse says that, and, and, the, and they cried unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to me. My Christmas message for you. When things are difficult, when things are tough, look unto the Lord and cry unto the Lord. Amen. They did not cry to their boyfriend. Yes. Amen. They did not cry to their... See, David said, I will lift up my eyes unto the Lord. You see, sometimes the reason why we, we don't get responses is we cry to the wrong person. You cry to the wrong person. The last person to cry to is your husband. Don't cry to him. <laughs> cry unto the Lord. I say cry unto the Lord. I say cry unto the Lord. And ask for your wife, why are you even crying to her? Even she can't show me her own cry, so why are you crying to her? <laughs> cry unto the Lord. See, that is, see, it's, they, they, they cried unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Cry unto the Lord. Amen. 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 They cried unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Continue. Next verse. And it came to pass when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites. Because they cried unto the Lord. That, that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Cry unto God and God will send an answer. And usually he will send an answer to a prophet. Amen. Yeah. By a prophet. By a prophet. He brought up Israel. And by a prophet he established them. That is why you have to come to God and believe in the mouth of God. Cry unto God. Because sometimes the solution to your problem is just by the preaching. Hallelujah. He sent a prophet. Hallelujah. That is why I am standing here to speak to you prophetically. You will have peace. I say you will have peace. I say you will have peace. Because you are set the prince of peace. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Let's go quickly. Go to verse 11 so we can. Verse 11. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat an oak tree which was in Ophrah that pertained unto Joash the Abizrite. And his son Gideon threshed wheat by the wine price to hide it. You see, there was so much poor that the guy, Gideon, Gideon had some small food. And he knows that if he stands in public, they will attack him. So even the small thing, he was hiding somewhere. Just to eat quietly. That's how, how bad things were and how afraid he was. Just like, you know, I don't know, but when, when I was in high school, secondary school, high school, when I was in high school, before I went to college, in the country that I was growing up, sometimes there, were, there, there was a season where there was shortage, shortage of food. So when we are going to high school or college, it's not college, it's actually high school. Secondary school is high school. When you're going, it was a boarding school, when you're going, your parents will give you a few goodies because the school food the, the cafeteria food was not enough if you depend on the cafeteria food alone you will die <laughs> so your parents will typically give you some extra things they will give you gari and gari is African cereal it's actually cereal <laughs> gari is cereal no I don't know why you people laugh I mean technically it's cereal gari is yes it's, it's Gary simply it's, it's, it's a cassava cereal. You can call it cassava flakes. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. So we'll give you a bit of that. Some sugar. 
some milk, some uh, some sardines, some pepper, you know. But because the scarcity, because the food in the cafeteria is not enough. And if you are a junior, if you are a junior, like you are in the first year or you are a freshman, as soon as the seniors they see that you are making food, they will come and take everything from you. And if you if you like, don't say you give it to them. That's what you see. You, you think there's hazing here? That, that's there's no hazing. The real hazing is over there. <laughs> yeah, are you hearing me? So you find that if you are a freshman or a junior or a freshman or form one, that's what it is. The only way you can eat your food in peace when everybody is asleep. <laughs> then you make your little gary, add some sugar and some milo and some milk. And then, you see, and, and it was very, you see, do you know how, you, how we used to hide? Either, you see, it, because there were mosquitoes, you put a net around your bed. So that, on, uh, then you put a cloth around the net. So you'll be lying quietly in your bed, quietly. And then you are mixing the thing quietly. <laughs> Less a senior sees. Because as, look, as soon as a senior sees, do you know how the punishment begins? Number one, why are you not asleep? <laughs> Number two, why, why are you eating in the dormitory? So as your punishment, you leave your food. Then he will take the food. In fact, there were some of the guys who were so, 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 so uh, I don't know, who were so smart that they would carry the things and go and make the food in the toilet. Oh, yeah. So you close the toilet door, ask you, I said, but no, it's private. <laughs> By the time you come, people think you are poo No, you have eaten. Then you come. <laughs> yeah! You have to survive. So the Bible says that this Gideon guy, he was just hiding. Hiding. Hiding just to eat his small food. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. Then verse 12. And the angel of the Lord appeared and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Can you believe it? I am hiding to eat my small food. I am afraid of everybody. Then God comes and calls him mighty. A mighty man hiding? A mighty man hiding? I'm trying to eat my food in peace. Hiding. But God said mighty. See, what I want to tell you on this Christmas day, that God's perspective is different from your perspective. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God's point of view is different from your point of view. We sometimes look at the outside. We look at our circumstances and we are afraid and we feel weak and we feel intimidated. But God looks at the inside. He looks at what is in you and he said that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So even though you think you are weak, from God's point, you are mighty. Amen. Hallelujah. So even though we think you feel weak, from his point of view, we are mighty. Amen. If you trust in him. Amen. I am sure Gideon was shocked. Me mighty? It's me mighty. Me mighty. It's like it's like it's like the junior boy saying mighty. He'll be afraid. Look, the bullying was too much. The bullying, they will take all your stuff and they will beat you. Talk about real bullying. Scrap the scrap the toilet. Scrap the toilet. You scrap it. Come and look. No work done. Back to the job. In fact, they're only, uh, but, but even in spite of the bullying, some boys were exempted. Because I, in, in my class, when we went, we were all very young, but this guy who was very old and very strong. He was a mighty man. I'm talking about the age of 11, 12, 
But this guy was quite matured. So one of the seniors came to bully him. And he beat the senior mercilessly. When I say merciless beating, he beat the senior boy till he was bleeding. So from that day, all the seniors were afraid of him. So he was the only from one boy who can eat in public. <laughs> he was a man. <laughs> he beat the senior mercilessly. So he can carry his food in public. You know, so, but what I'm saying is that you make, most of the time, most of the time, you feel weak. But God is saying, no, no, God is saying, no, 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 no. Mighty. Hallelujah. Mighty man. Mighty man. Mighty man. Because, you see, men have a way of describing you by their problems. People describe you by your problems. The blind, blind Bartimaeus. Okay? They describe you by your problems. But God sees you by your potential. I said, God sees you by your potential. I said, God sees you by your potential. So even though Gideon was hiding, he said, mighty. Hallelujah. Then verse 13, Gideon says, and Gideon said unto him, oh my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befalling us? And why be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of saying, did not the Lord bring out of Egypt all that Gideon will say that, hey, if you say you are with us, why all this wahala? Can I get a witness in the church? Can I have somebody who has asked that question before that, hey, if there is God, why all this trouble? I said, can I get a witness in the church? If God be with us, why all this trouble? Gideon said that, hey, you say you are with us? Why this wahala? If God be with us, how come I don't have a job? How come, how come, I, how come I'm sick? How come I don't have this? How come I don't have that? How come, if God be with us, that's a legitimate question. You say, you say God is with me? Why can't I find it? Why can't I get a good school? Why can't I get married? Why can't I have a child? Why can't I have purpose? Why can't I pay my bills? If God, if God be with me, Why all this wahala? That's what Gideon was asking. Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt, but now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us. He said, look, don't tell me that God is with me. If God be with me, hallelujah, how come I'm failing my exam? But I prayed and I failed. <laughs> God is not with you. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't use your problem as a sign that God has abandoned you. Hallelujah. Amen. If God be with us, why all this trouble? Hallelujah. Amen. Why am I having all these problems? Why am I having all these problems? Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 14. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have, I, have not I sent thee? Listen. God looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might. Not your might to come. Go in, like go now. In whatever you, wherever you are now, I'm telling you to go. Go in this dynamite. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something on this Christmas day. God is a God of wonders. God can do everything. It is better to obey his voice and go. Sometimes you are, you, you, because of our human calculations, that's why we say, I need this, I need that, I need that. But what I'm saying is that what you have is enough to do the job. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. What you have is enough to do the job. Yes. Trust God and go. Yes. Waiting for this, waiting for that, sometimes it doesn't happen. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. You say, go in this dynamite. Yes. Sometimes we don't do things because we are waiting for the perfect season. Yes. 
The Bible said that he that regarded the wind will never sow. Go in this dynamite. Christian brother, you don't need a, you don't need a, a six-figure salary. You are good enough to marry. Go in this dynamite. I'm preaching. Because I've been talking to a few brothers. Well, Reb, you know. Reb, you know. I got to sort myself out, you know. Reb, and I got to put two and two together, you know, Reb. You know, Reb, uh, you know, um, I'm trying to sort out this, you know. You know, I mean, if only I can get, um, I was asking, somebody was saying that, somebody was, somebody was trying to, in relation to somebody, and the girl was asking when they would have the engagement. So, you know, just put that, I want to buy a house first. You want to buy a house first? (laughs) A house first? He wants, and I said, if this guy says he wants to buy a house first before he engages you, then forget it. trying to say that go in this dynamite. Go and write. You have studied enough for the exam. Go and write it in this your might. And believe God to pass. Stop postponing things. For Christmas. Stop dilly dying. Say I'm never ready. Go in this dynamite. Go in this dynamite. Apply in this dynamite. Write in this dynamite. Make them move in this dynamite. You are old enough to marry her. Move. You are not clapping because I'm preaching to you. Go in this dynamite. Yeah. You are old enough. I mean, you have a job. You have a paycheck. You even have a car. People marry with with bicycles. You have a car. You can't marry. In this time, tell the brother unless you go in this dynamite. The brother was not married. Tell him go in this dynamite. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Go in this dynamite. Hallelujah. Go, go to verse twenty-four. Verse number twenty-four. I'm talking about the Prince of Peace. Amen. Amen. So after all the exchange between uh, Gideon and the Lord, because if you read, if you read about it, it's the Lord, capital L, it's not small, the Lord. Talking about Jesus Christ. He, uh, before Abraham I was, he appeared to Gideon. As the, this, way, this is how he appeared to Gideon. Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord. Unto the Lord. Okay. And call it Jehovah Shalom. He built an altar there. Because and call him Jehovah Shalom. Which means the Lord our peace. Because over there. God revealed himself to Gideon. As the Lord your peace. The prince of peace. This Christmas. May he be peace to you. Jehovah Shalom. The Lord, my peace. Hallelujah. The Lord, my peace. Hallelujah. The Lord, my peace. Hallelujah. So this is the first time God reveals himself again. Jehovah. In fact, Jehovah means I am. So every time you see the word Jehovah preceding something, I am this. So Jehovah Rophe means I am your healer. Jehovah Shalom, I am your peace. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So he told Gideon, this is the first thing, I am your peace. Amen. That's why Isaiah said, his name shall be called the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Amen. I am your peace. Amen. Amen. The Lord my peace. Amen. You see, and let me tell you something. The thing that most of us need in this life is peace. If you are young, you see, if you are young, you think you need things, but when you grow, you find that the most important you need is peace. But when you are young, oh, I need this, I need that, but when you grow up, you say, hey, the precious thing we can ever get in life is peace. 
That is why there's a difference between young marriage and old marriage. So I'll tell you the difference. Do you want to know the difference between young marriage and, it and young marriage and old marriage? You see, when people are young and they want to marry, they have their own ideals. I want a girl who's like this. She looks like this. I want 15, 22, and 30. <laughs> what about the 15, 22, and 30? I want a certain skin color. I want something that when I turn off the car, it lights inside my car, I can see. I want inside lights. <laughs> they have all the specs. Like, I want the woman that when I'm driving with her and I turn off the car, the light inside my car, I still can see her. Inside lights. Not the one that. <laughs> Not the one that you only see some white teeth and they don't see anything. <laughs> divorce and or we don't and want to marry again when you ask them what do you want in a woman they'll say peace <laughs> all of them say, say I want what peace <laughs> yes most only what they are looking for is peace they are not looking for 15 22 and 30 no they are looking for peace that's all say what what, what type of woman do you want say I want someone who will give me peace we need. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you, peace. Amen. And the Bible says he's the prince of peace. Hallelujah. I say he's the prince of what? Peace. Hallelujah. Jehovah Shalom. Amen. Amen. And let me tell you something. Write it somewhere. You can put it even on your, Insta, on your Insta, Instagram page and quote me. The opposite of peace the opposite of peace is not trouble. No. No. The opposite of peace is not trouble. The opposite of peace is fear. What makes you lose your peace is not trouble. It's fear. Hallelujah. Do you hear me? I said, do you hear me? What will make what will disturb you? What makes you lose your peace? What brings and that is fear, not trouble. Because you see, why it, see, you can be in the midst of trouble, but when God is with you, you still have the peace. That's why the Bible said the peace of God, which passes understanding. Once God is with you, even in the midst of the trouble, you have some peace. So the opposite of what disturbs your peace is not trouble per se, but fear. That's why Jesus said, be still, fear not. Fear not. Because you see, it's the fear of this, the fear of that, that leads to your, your, your lack of peace. The reason why you are anxious, you are unstable, you are so irritable, is fear. Fear that I will not get a job. Fear that I will not marry. Fear that I will lose my child. Fear that I will be moved home. It's that fear. That disturbs your peace. Not the trouble per se, but fear. Powerful, powerful. So, what will drive, so what will bring you peace is when fear is driven away. And most of us have fear for nothing. Fear this, fear this. I mean, you are 18, why are you afraid that you're not married? What's your problem? Every day, everything is stressing you out. Everything is stressing you out. You, your child is only three years and you are, you are afraid that you cannot pay college fees. Three years. You see, and I'm talking about fear. Anxiety. Some people I would describe as worry heads. Sometimes the thing they worry about is like, what's wrong with you? This Christmas, I drive away fear. Anything that is making you afraid will drive it away. Yeah. There's too much fear. You fear you wake up in the morning. I know a lady, somebody, no, no, I know her, but someone was telling me, a lady that was so stressed because of fear and anxiety that she was having a period twice in a month. Oh, it's true. That's how much stress. 
you will lose your job. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Every good and every perfect gift, it comes from God. You lose your job, there's another job there. What's the big deal? Why are you so anxious? I'm preaching to you. Peace, be still. I said, peace, be still. I said, peace, be still. Yes. Fear that this will not work. Fear that this will not work. Fear that this will not work. What about if it works? Fear that my child will become this. What? No. Fear that they will not take me in this school. Fear that they will suck me. Fear that I will lose my scholarship. No. This is what brings the trouble. This is what disturbs your peace. But on this Christmas day, he's called the Prince. I say he's called what? I say he's called what? May anything that is disturbing you, making you unsafe, we drive it out. May you have your peace. Yes. That's my message. The Prince of Peace. Jehovah Shalom. I said the Prince of Peace. The Jehovah what? Shalom. Let the fear go away. Let the fear go away. Because what I have known people who are in the heat of trouble but are calm. Because the Bible says in the midst of the fiery furnace, when the four Hebrews were put there, even though the fire was hot, because of the fourth man, they, they never touched them. So it's not the fire, it's who is with you. I say it's not the fire, it's who is with you. So it's not, so, so lack of peace is not because of trouble, it's fear. Hallelujah. Amen. Be anxious for nothing. Amen. You have to believe God. Who? Yes. Be anxious for nothing. In everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Amen. On this Christmas day, he's the Prince of Peace. Amen. I say he's the Prince of Peace. Oh, fear, that, oh, fear, fear that that boy will leave me. If he leaves you, what's the big deal? Your husband is cheating on you. Because of that fear, you have become insane. That's why we are going through his phone. That is why a normal human being who has brain, the guy comes home, and then when he takes that, then you go and take you, you are scrolling too. And when you see him coming, you put it under the pillow. Oh, insanity. 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 And it's coming from fear. And when, and when the, and, 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 and you interpret, you see what I'm saying? I'm trying to correct your, our thinking. You interpret as love, but, but I love you. That's not love. That's fear. What is directly is fear, not love. It's fear. That's why you're behaving like that. Christian sister, fear. It is fear that that boy will leave you. That is why you are, even though he's not married for, to you, you are shopping for him. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. This is Christmas message. So you are buying this love. Oh, this too, so that you, you secure him. No! If you have to buy it to sustain a mother, it's not worth it. <laughs> and let all the young ladies say, Amen. Uh, I'm preaching to you. This is my Christmas message. He is not worth it. I say he's not worth it. Fear that another girl will take him from you. That's why you are cooking, you are baking, you are even giving him the sagai when he has not done anything. <laughs> the sagai which is meant to be consecrated. The sagai must only come after a paper has signed. But because you are afraid, you have released the Sometimes, 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 what directs us is fear. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. If you do anything that is being led by fear, Satan is leading you. Anything that you do because of out of fear, the devil is leading you. Yeah. Hallelujah. So don't act out of fear. Yeah. Yeah. Be anxious for nothing. There comes a time you must know that he's the prince of peace. Commit it to the Lord and let it rest. Few of your children, look, Bible says, except the Lord watch. You watch in vain. Sometimes even parents, and I'm preaching for the children, sometimes parents, your strictness and your stress is because of your own fear. Your fear and your insecurity. He can't do this. He can't do this. Sorry. There was an, a friend of ours, okay, a friend of mine who married very young because at 18 he had a boyfriend. That's what he was doing at 18. So after this, my friend of mine got married and given birth to children. Now she has a daughter. And every time she's, what, what are you talking to? And the girl said, Mommy, I'm not like you. I'm not like you. <laughs> anxiety. Because when you, were, when you were a child, you were very bad. So you think your child is like that. Hey, nice Hallelujah. Amen. We continue. Amen. Amen. So fear is the reason, but he is the prince of peace. So the reason for your anxiety, your stress, your lack of peace is because of fear. But he is the prince of peace. I say he's the prince of peace. Amen. I say he's the prince of peace. Amen. Don't be afraid that you will die. You will not die. Amen. I see you crossing 2020. Amen. I say you are crossing 2020 and beyond. Amen. I say you are crossing 2020 and beyond. Amen. Don't be afraid. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you see, fear will not take you anywhere. Else. No more anxiety. No more sleepless nights. Learn to sleep. Amen. Learn to sleep. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because you see, in Matthew, Matthew chapter 6, verse number 27. In Matthew, Matthew 6, 27. In fact, if you can give me the message. Matthew chapter 6, verse 27. The message. Tell your neighbor, God will take care of you. Don't be afraid. He's the prince of peace. You see? This is, watch, watch, watch. We are closing. Has anyone by fasting in front of the mirror ever gotten taller by so much as an inch? No. Or, skinny. or skinnier? You are standing in the mirror, my weight. It doesn't make the weight go down. <laughs> it doesn't. So why are you so obsessed? My weight. It doesn't. You fast. All this time, all this time and money wasted on fashion. Do you think it makes that much difference? <laughs> my hair. I don't like my hair. The way my hair looks. Let me say, the brothers, they don't see. <laughs> you stand Today, I don't like the way my hair looks. Then you look, it looks like I'm bored here. So you put a patch here. <laughs> 
instead of looking at the fashions, okay, walk out into the fields and look at the wildflowers. They never primp or shop. But have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The 10 best dressed men and women in the country look shabby alongside them. Next verse. If God gives such attendance to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never, uh, never even seen, don't you think he will attend to you? That's the question. Shalom. Take pride in you. Do his best for you. What I am trying to do here is to get you to relax. Tell your neighbor, relax. Say, anybody relax. You are too tense about too many things. I said, shit, you never relax. I said, shit, you never relax. Too tense about anything. In fact, some of the children should tell their, their parents, mommy, relax. Some of the children should tell the parents. The way the parents looked at them, the children kept quiet. <laughs> Relax. Shh. Do not be so preoccupied with getting, so you can respond to God's giving. You see, you are preoccupied with getting yourself. You cannot even respond to God's giving. You don't see that He's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord your provider. Listen, listen to me. These are the words of Jesus Christ. If you have a good Bible, this is in red. This is, these are not the words of a politician. But he said, I don't believe it. This is Jesus Christ. This is not politicians speaking. He said that you don't even respond to government. People who don't know God and the way he works fast over distance, but you know both God and how he works. So why are you behaving like a non-believer? Christmas, Prince of Peace. You have the Prince of Peace. Why are you behaving like an unbeliever? Why are you so worried? Why are you so anxious? Will I get a job? Will I get a child? Will I be healed? Why are you so anxious? People who don't know God, that's how they behave. You know him. He's the prince of peace. So relax. Okay? But you know God. Steep your life in God reality. God initiative. God's provision. Don't worry about missing out. You will find you will find all your everyday human concerns will be met. The day will come you will eat. The day will come you will sleep. The day will come you will go. The day will come you will come. The day will, uh, you can travel. All your human needs will be met. I prophesy to you that your human needs will be met. Because it's the place of peace. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. Why are you so worked up? This is a Christmas message to you. Why are you so worked up? Why do you go to bed? You toss and turn. You can't sleep. And at four o'clock you are awake. Why are you bringing your blood pressure up? Why are you so stressed? Why are you having migraine headaches? Why are you so worked up? Don't you know he's the Prince of Peace? Yes. Why? Why? So wake up. Yesterday didn't you eat? I said yesterday didn't you eat? Today haven't you eaten? So tomorrow to you eat. God will help you to deal with whatever hard times come up. When the time comes. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. When the time comes. That's why I say be anxious for nothing. You see, you have to learn to trust in God. He's the prince of peace. When the time comes for you to own a house, God will provide. Amen. When the time comes for you to go to college, God will provide. Amen. When the time comes for you to travel, God will provide. Amen. Yes, when the time comes for you to travel, God will provide. So don't worry yourself. I mean, it's like, I mean, why are you so anxious? He's the Prince of Peace. Amen. I say he's the Prince of Peace. Amen. I say he's the Prince of Peace. Amen. Next verse. 
Yeah, when the, uh, this is 34. God will help you to deal with whatever hard times. It's okay. When the time comes. When the time comes. That is why he appeared to Gideon and said, Go in this thy might. And he, that's why he appeared to Gideon and said, I am Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, your peace. Your peace, not because there's no trouble, because there was still trouble, there was still fighting, but your peace because don't be afraid. Because don't be anxious. It is the fear, the anxiety that is taking away your peace. Your peace, your fear, your anxiety about the doctor's report. Whose report will you believe? He's the prince of peace. No, your, 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 your fear. What will happen to this child? Don't worry. Don't worry. Your child is a very good child. Don't worry. Even if you go some way, the Bible said the children of the righteous, they are like the oak tree. They are like the olive trees. They will come around. People, even once you pray for the child, even when you go this way, you come back again. Worry about your husband, your marriage. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Even, no matter, look, I know one lady, uh, I know, this one I know, one old lady, who's a friend, but say, hey, your husband, he has changed though. So he hasn't changed. He's tired. Even he will get tired. <laughs> tired. Even he will get tired. <laughs> he's tired. That's what he hasn't changed. He's tired. Even if he doesn't change, one day he will get tired. <laughs> Be anxious for nothing. This Christmas, my message to you: Look, he's your peace. I say he's your peace. Amen. I say he's our peace. Amen. We shall be, we shall not, look, I like, go back to this. He said, when the time comes, God will provide. I said, when the time comes, God will provide. When the time comes for you to go to college, God will provide. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I come down every anxiety. Amen. I stand here as your prophet and I come down every anxiety. Amen. I drive away every fear. Amen. I say, I drive away every fear. He's the prince of peace. Amen. I like the verse in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. He says, Ephesians 2, 14. For he is our peace. Jehovah Shalom. He is our peace. Who had made both one and had broken down the middle of partition. Any wall that is blocking you from your peace, we break it down. I say any wall that is blocking you from your peace will break it down. He's your peace. I say he's your peace. Don't worry. He's our peace. He appeared to Gideon and said, Jehovah, Shalom, the Lord, your peace. Stop worrying. Stop being anxious. Stop freaking out. He is your peace. He's your peace. It means that the thing that is disturbing you, he will take it away. Hallelujah. Listen, some of you have to start feeling happy again. Start playing loud music in your bedroom and dance and be happy. He's your peace. The bill, don't worry. When it gets there, it will be paid. Last month, did it get paid? He is your peace. You see, what I'm trying to say, your worry doesn't change it. He's your peace. I say he's your peace. I say he's your peace. I say he's your peace. You are worried about the pregnancy? Don't worry. Children are a blessing from the Lord. At the time of the year this year, you'll be pregnant again. He's your peace. I prophesy to you. I say I prophesy to you. As I prophesy to you, as I prophesy to you, He is your peace. Don't worry. The worry doesn't help. The worry only shows unbelief. Trust Him. Trust Him. I said, trust Him. Don't worry. He likes you, He doesn't like you. Don't worry. He's your peace. One day He will wake up and He will beg you that, my princess, my darling. <laughs> 
I said, you can't beg him. My princess, my darling, forgive me. I didn't know I was a fool. Didn't you know you were a fool? <laughs> Stand up your feet and let's close. <laughs> it's your peace. I said, shake your name. I said, don't worry. It's your peace. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Mashakatana. Bend down every, every eye close. He's our peace. He's our peace. I say he's our peace. He's our peace. Every wall that has taken up that has broken your peace. We break it down. Every barrier. He say he's our peace. Who has broken down the wall? Anything that has obstructed your peace, that has taken you away, we break it down. He's our peace. Thank you, Holy Spirit. With every eye bowed and every eye closed. You are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. He's your place of peace. He came down. God became a man. He showed up to Gideon that I am your peace. This Christmas day, the best thing you can do for your life is to accept the Prince of Peace. Peace I give unto you. My peace, not as the world. Shalom. My peace. So on this Christmas day, young or old, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You are not born again. You want Jesus to be your Savior. You may have come to church before. You may, your parents may have even brought you to church but in your heart you are not born again please lift up your hand and I pray for you I see your hand lift up your hand and I pray for you young old thank you he's our peace not only the young people old people it's very important don't joke with God do not joke with God he's our peace hallelujah Amen. lift up your hands again I want to see your hands go up thank you thank you Father, we thank you for salvation. You are our peace. You are our peace. You are our peace. You are our peace. Thank you for those ones. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's our peace. Don't worry. Please be seated. You want to honor the Lord with your first and best. Hallelujah. You want to honor the Lord with your first and best. Please come. Trust Quickly. in the Lord with all your heart. Yes, it's your peace. And lean not on your own understanding. You want to honor the Lord with in your first and best. In all your ways acknowledge Him. Christmas. And He shall direct and he shall direct your path. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to give. Bless your church as to give. On this Christmas day, as we honor with our first numbers, you are our peace. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Trust in the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. Amen. Okay, now everybody take a second offering. Take a second offering quickly. Actually, before we do the second offering, no, take your second offering. Ashes, help me with the second offering. Lift it up quickly. Lift it up quickly. This is Christmas. The chick, don't forget, the chicken is still hot. <laughs> lift up your offering. Let's pray. Please lift it up. Everybody take a good offering. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to give. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly, ashes. Trust in no the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your, peace. your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Jehovah Shalom, the Lord your peace. And he shall direct your path. Give a good offering. Mm -hmm. 
not allow your foot to be moved. He will not allow it. He that keeps Child, you will not slumber. The, the Lord our peace. The Lord our is peace here unto all that, that call upon him. To all that call upon him in truth. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Don't worry. In all your we hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.